My name is Jennifer Kronk from the Assist Learning Podcast. I'm a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual hosts. Make sure you check out all the other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com and get ready because the learning begins in three, two, one. Hey, welcome back. Today I'm going to ask you, why do you teach? Or why do you work with kids? And then at the end, I'm going to want you to name your three top reasons. That's right. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. You are listening to Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12 podcast for educators, helping you help kids achieve their dreams. And now here's Steve with this week's show. Okay, so today what I'm going to talk about is this. Why do you teach or why do you like to work with kids? Okay, so let's start there, right? This is, this is my focus today. We're going to, uh, we're going to answer this question. And, and, and before we do that, I want to tell you where this is coming from, all right? This is, this is why I'm asking this question. I, I've been a f- fan of, uh, uh, of a television show called Schooled, all right? And it's funny. It's, it just started this season. It's, uh, and, you know, seasons aren't like they used to be. They used to have, uh, you know, start kind of like in August, get the kickoff happen in August right there at the beginning of school, you know, right at the end of August, I guess, beginning of September. And then they'd go for the entire fall and then you'd have a this new season start again sometime in January. Well, you know, the seasons are a little different now and the way they run things. But, hey, it is what it is. So there's a show on called School that I like. All right. And as an educator, I've always been interested in shows about teaching and working in schools. You know, it's, but I got to say, I've often watched one or two episodes of many of these shows and I'm done because <laughs> they're just not good. You know, a lot of times the, the problem usually centers on the writers are so out of touch with what schools are really like, you know, and it's, it's sad because a lot of times you look at them and you're like, you know, who's, what school did they go to, man? And, you know, and, and sometimes, you, you know, they've got like agendas and things like this or, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe it's that uh, <laughs> they just want to make everybody who's an adult look bad or, uh, you know, or it's not even going to be about that. You know, you just you just never know. And it's it, it's just, golly, some of them are just pure junk. <laughs> You know, it's like the stories are told from the kids' perspective, then the adults all usually portrayed as goofballs or tyrants, you know. And, and, you know, too often school is just the setting in many of these types of shows. And it's just a place where, you know, some of these silly storylines happen. You know, and it it's really has nothing to do with school, you know, school life or working in schools. And often the stories just seem to be out in left field and you just kind of wonder yeah uh, okay the magical pixie dust comes down and woo this all happens you know <laughs> anyway um and, and by the way i know i'm getting ready to mention some things that there's some of you probably love some of these shows that have been on and things like this and hate the one that i like but you know it is what it is <laughs> but i i typically hate them because i'll watch one or two of them and i'll go 
<laughs> really, have you ever hung out with a teacher? Really, have you ever even talked with a principal? Or how about the assistant principal? You know, because usually right there, we got uh, all the characters are going to have some issue. And, uh, and then the kids, you know, you, you can put them into categories too. And you just look at it and you go, yeah, um, either it's told from, you know, an adult who's a who's still a 14-year-old at heart but uh, doesn't have a whole lot of memories of what school was really like or, you know, hey, there's all kinds of things that happen in there. But it's just, it's just sad because, you know, when you uh, watch a lot of these shows, um, no one from this planet could have actually written such a stupid moronic story. <laughs> I don't have a literal opinion, do I? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, but yet it's written. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And it's sad because I, want, I really want to watch some of them and see what they do. You know, and, and okay, we may differ, like I said, on opinion, and you may actually like some of these shows, but, you know, don't get me wrong, there are some from the past that I've really liked. You know, there was a there was a show called The Bronx Zoo. It was pretty cool, except that they'd have, like, three, four entire things happen in just such a short, brief period of time on the show, and then they'd all get resolved before it was over with, and you're like, wow, you know, and, and in that show, there was, like, you really wondered... Okay, this school has lots and lots of kids, yet it seems like there's only really four teachers and one administrator. <laughs> you know, and actually in that show, it, you felt like it was one principal who always had his head in his hands going, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. And then an assistant principal who was always, you know, kind of trying to be in control of the school. <laughs> and then there were their teachers. <laughs> so, you know, and it's, uh, but I liked that show. It was pretty good. And and then there was a, you know, just a funny one called Head of the Class that I liked, you know, and, and that was in the 90s. And I think both of these were in the 90s. They were they were pretty good shows. You know, head of the class was fun, and it uh, kind of had the goofy teacher that everybody liked, and and uh, they were supposed to be the gifted kids and the science, you know, that uh, went into these science uh, uh, competitions and things like this. And it, it was it was funny. It was cool. I mean, it wasn't trying to make any big difference or any big saying or or uh, you know change the world or anything, but it was good. And then there was uh, of course, you know, in my age group, you know. The 70s, you got to love it. Welcome back, Cotter. All right. Had nothing to do with reality, but it was fun. <laughs> it, it was fun. Sign Epstein's mother. <laughs> okay. You'd have to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's, you know, Epstein always had a note signed Epstein's mother. That's how he tried to get out of things. <laughs> anyway. All right. No sense of reality there, but it was funny. You know, they had their endearing qualities, but some are just today. Bleh. You know, there's one called AP Bio. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> I'm not sure they even understand what their point is. It actually went away briefly, and maybe it's coming back, so maybe they retooled it. I doubt it. <laughs> um, and there's another one called Teachers, and I'm not talking about the movie from 1984, because the movie from 1984 I absolutely love. It's awesome, especially Mr. Gower, the substitute teacher. <laughs> but let me get back to Schooled. Schooled it's the story of a student who returns to her alma mater as a music teacher. And she thought she was going to be this rock sensation, but it didn't happen. And she's a little bit disappointed, but guess what? She turns out to be a wonderful teacher. And the kids and faculty, you know, <laughs> in the beginning, some of the faculty don't like her. And she kind of finds her niche and the, the kids start learning to like her. And she starts learning how to be a teacher and stuff like this. And it's pretty cool. One of the things that I think is neat about this show, by the way, is that <laughs> the characters are modeled on real life people from this one school and at the end of the show at, at the end of each episode so far what they've done is they they'll take the character the the actor and then they'll they'll have on the real person that that character was modeled after which is pretty cool <laughs> anyway so it makes you think you know who would have played me the uh and i mean 
you say that. Who would have played you, right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's pretty cool. And um, and what happens here is that, you know, in, in this episode that's really made me think about using this as my topic, um, you know, she's faced with this idea that... Uh, her high school grad, her high school uh, reunion's coming up, and she was supposed to be, you know, a rock star, and she's not. She's a music teacher, and she says it like that, and you know, and I'm just a music teacher, and and you know, right here is where it could go really bad, <laughs> because it we could just be the typical sort of thing that's just out there, and uh, instead, don't worry, it it gets good, you know. In the show, there's this character of the PE teacher who is really channeling many of the PE teachers that I've known that I had as a kid and I gotta tell you even from the way he dresses and the way he acts and the way he talks he's got the PE teacher thing happening there now hopefully I'm not offending all my PE teacher friends but I gotta tell you he he's good at channeling that character and uh he had a what's interesting is this story that uh it got me thinking about this uh, the storyline here this student comes back to visit, and he's a student who's made it big. And I'm not going to get into the whole storyline, but he's made it big. And this PE teacher thinks that he's the one who, he's the kid. He's that kid who he made the difference in, and he changed his life, and he made things work for him. And it, it's he made all the difference. And instead, you find out that the principal was his counselor, and he sees the principal as the person who made the biggest difference. And it makes the PE teacher sad and, and disappointed because he starts thinking, well, if if he's the one who made all the, you know, everything happened for and I didn't really make a difference, then then everything's been a waste. And what did I do all this for? Why did I, you know, I just wasted my time. And it, it it's, you know, it gets a little sappy and sad there, but it gets better. And, and by the way, you know, spoiler alert. And really, I'm not going to tell you a spoiler. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what happens from here, but I'm going to focus on the idea of being a teacher because, you know, it's, uh, we shouldn't say it like I'm, like that. You know, fortunately, sometimes we get into this thought process that, you know, well, well, I teach. Oh, somebody asks you, what do you do? Well, I teach. No, you shouldn't say it like that. I teach, man. I change lives. I make a difference. Yes, this is what I do. I touched the future. <laughs> you know, however you want to say it, say it with gusto, man, because we do. Working with kids is awesome. There's nothing like it. There's no other profession like it. There's not. You know, maybe the biggest <laughs> one might, might be the doctor that saves your life, I guess. But, you know, hey, we, we make a difference. And, and, and I don't like it when, you know, I talk with educators and you ask them, you hear somebody ask them what they do and they kind of say, well, I teach. You know, it's kind of like that character in the story when, the, when someone's, you know, she's worried that uh, she's going to look like she failed because she's a high school teacher instead of instead of this rock star that she thought she was going to be, or middle school teacher because she, you know, she thought she was going to be this big rock star. And instead, you know, you look around the school, and one of her colleagues points out, "Look, you're the teacher of the year, man, or teacher of the month, I think." And it's, you know, it's and it's something like this where you know some of the other characters help her realize that you know, don't say it like that and you shouldn't either and i gotta tell you that that don't say it like that i'm a teacher man and i make a difference you better believe it that's how you should say it so you know as educators it's it's sad because we get blamed for everything it, if something goes wrong you know I mean, for over 40 years, it's become common rhetoric to blame educators for everything from poverty to some social malaise. You know, 
<laughs> it actually is. I'm surprised we're not blamed for acne. You know, that episode of school made me feel good. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you what happened. You're going to have to find out for yourself. And oh, by the way, I don't get any residuals from the company. No one paid me to mention this show. And I'm not related to anyone associated with the show, all right? And nobody owes me a favor, and I'm not trying to date one of the characters. <laughs> so does that cover all those bases? Yeah, there's. I. it just hit home. It really did. And, it, and they did a good job with it. You know, it made an impact on me. And it made me remember the reason the reasons why I liked teaching and why I liked education and why I stayed. Why I stayed. That's right, because, you know, we all know, we've heard some of the rhetoric around this. You know, unfortunately, some teachers become teachers, and I'm not sure they really thought about what teaching involved, like working with kids. <laughs> I, you know, if you got to think about that, because working with kids requires flexibility, requires a sense of humor, requires the ability to think on your feet. It requires the idea that you you take time to prepare and prepare again and take a look and be ready to do again. <laughs> you know, yes, it does, doesn't it? And it can get frustrating, but it also can be oh so rewarding. Yeah, which a lot of our peers in the world don't see that, but we do. We do. If you truly are there doing all you can and being all in, <laughs> the rewards are there. So here's a few thoughts for you. You know, in education, in teaching, in working in schools, whether you're the administration or whether you're in the classroom or whatever you do, there are going to be days when you ask, <laughs> why do I do this? <laughs> really, and you might say it in that voice, right? There are going to be days when you say, ask yourself, why do I do this? There are going to be days when you say, really? <laughs> Come on, you know it. You know it. You probably, maybe you had one today. Really? And you could fill in the blank of why you said, really? <laughs> but, you know, there's any number of things. That could be in response to, to something that you forgot to do. That could be something that happened as a result of, you know, you, you, you had this great activity go on, this great project, and what they all got sidetracked on was the fact that you were wearing a polka-dotted tie with a striped shirt. <laughs> And by the way, that's a real story, and one I will never forget, when the 10th grader raised her hand and said, Mr. Mileto, did no one ever tell you that dots don't go with stripes? <laughs> I was so sad. But then I said, hey, you've known me long enough. Am I really color-coordinated? Do I really have my own style that I've created? And the answer is yes. <laughs> and I'm not very coordinated with the clothing thing, so I just do my own thing. <laughs> so I made it into fun. But my point is, is that you're going to have those days when you say, really? <laughs> At some point, <laughs> you're going to think selling frozen chocolate-covered bananas <laughs> at, say, an amusement park like, I don't know, Disney World, might be more appealing than working in that classroom or working in your school. <laughs> not that I've thought about this or not. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. You know, they, they push those carts around and they have the little inside, they have a little thing in there. And do you want the frozen banana with nuts or without? <laughs> hmm. So have you ever thought these things? Have you ever thought, <laughs> why do I do this? Have you ever said, really? And have you ever thought that 
it might just be better if I just quit and went and sold frozen bananas at Disney World. Or maybe it, maybe it's not frozen bananas. Maybe what you decided was selling shoes in a children's shoe store would be better. Or being a child photographer might be better. Or, uh, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe doing something like uh, directing traffic in the middle of a New York City intersection might be better. <laughs> hmm. But that's okay. Let those thoughts move on, right? <laughs> Because there's also going to be days when you think this way. You're stoked. The kids were engaged and wanting to know more, man. Did I've had days like that. Have you ever had days like that? I know you have. I know you have. I know you have. That's right. You just got to admit it. Those are the cool days when you're like, dude, who who replaced you guys? Or where'd, where'd the, the aliens come and remove you and you are actually from the planet Xenon, right? Right. <laughs> So there are going to be days where you're going to be stoked because they get it. They want more. They're enjoying it. They may not admit it. One of the things I loved about teaching 10th graders is that 10th graders will tell you when they like it and when they don't. (laughs) That's the cool thing about it. Filter gone. (laughs) There will be that day when the kid who never gets it raises his hand and answers the question correctly. And your brain goes, oh, my gosh. He got it. Yay. And you do a little happy dance. Happy dance. Happy dance. Da, 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 da. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yes. Come on. I bet some of you had that day today. And then another thought. There will be the day when a student or a parent seeks you out and says, thank you. You know, it's. If you, know, you never know what's going to happen, it may happen years later. It may happen tomorrow. You don't know. It's the funniest thing ever. You could be standing in line at an amusement park. In South Georgia, there's a park called Wild Adventure. I was standing in line a few years ago with my family wearing shorts because it was hot as is <laughs> anything it's summertime and uh i'm standing in line for this roller coaster and a couple kids start turning around in front of me and then all of a sudden i hear this hey aren't you mr Maletto? oh because <laughs> by that time i was a principal and i had been an assistant principal different places doing discipline and i had been a teacher was a little further back and i'm thinking please don't be somebody who i uh, suspended from school then it turned out to be some kids who were, you know, were not quite kids now. They were, uh, they were in college, and uh, they remembered me and, and uh, said thanks, which was really cool. We had a nice conversation. One of my all-time favorites was I was leaving a professional NBA team basketball game. Atlanta has the Atlanta Hawks, and it was after a Hawks game, and all these people were filing out, going through. It's a big crowd moving from the, from the uh, seats into the big area to get on the the escalators to go down the stairs, out the doors, into the parking lot. And in front of me, there's this, there's this young guy who's, he keeps turning around and looking. And I'm thinking, is he looking at me or is he looking at somebody behind me? And it's, and then suddenly he stops and he looks at me and he says, Hey, I think I know you. Aren't you Mr. Mileto? And I said, yeah. Now, by the way, surreal time, because we're surrounded by people trying to leave. Right. And we have now stopped the flow of traffic and they're going around us. And he just, he, he apologizes because he did something in school that I had to suspend him from school for, and uh, he apologized to me for uh, doing what he did and uh, having to be suspended and for him being in my office. And that was the coolest thing ever. 
you never know when something might happen. In this world today on social media, someone might reach out to you and say, hey, I don't know if you remember me or not, but thank you. Or do you remember this because you made a difference? It's going to happen one day. My, my favorite thing is something that I did. One of my favorite teachers was an elementary school teacher named Mr. Williams. Mr. Williams and I got along great. Now, I had a good friend named, <laughs> named Hal who didn't get along with him so great. <laughs> but, you know, and by the way, in, in my day when I was in elementary school, sixth grade was in elementary school, no middle school. Junior high was seven through nine, right? <laughs> elementary was one through six, maybe K through six, but definitely one through six. And he was my sixth grade teacher, and I'll never forget him. And I liked him, and it was cool because he did different stuff to make us like school and like his class. And I looked forward to his classes. Now, I wouldn't have told him that. <laughs> but when I graduated from basic training in the Army, he's the teacher I want to go back and see. And I did, and I went and saw him. And that was the coolest thing, and I said thank you to him. I wasn't trouble for him. I didn't cause him issues, and I was worried he wouldn't even remember me. But he was a teacher I wanted to go back and see because he took time and interest in me. So you never know when something like that is going to happen. And that's where the payoff takes place. You know, if you're a high school teacher, one of the really cool things is that you have graduation. And I encourage you to go to graduation. You need to go to graduation and you need to stay to the very end. Just plan on it. Just plan on it. Because I never got my colleagues who didn't understand that. Because, you know, high school graduation is a big deal. And it's one of the things that Almost all of us have in common is that at one point or another, we walked across the stage at graduation. And, you know, it's funny. I, I did a presentation one time where I had somebody ask me, what do you like about your job? What do you don't like about your job? And what I said about, and this is, they were asking me as a principal. And as a principal, I said, what I don't like about my job is that there's always somebody who gets in trouble two weeks before graduation and I have to decide whether they walk or not. That just stinks. <laughs> I didn't make them do it. Nobody made them do it. They just chose to do something wrong that's at the level that we may not let them walk. But the great thing about my job as a principal is also graduation. And usually people would laugh and they'd say, hey, you just want to get rid of the kids. And I go, no, that's not it at all. What I loved about graduation was that I'm standing on that stage and I'm looking at them and they're across the stage from me. And they're waiting for their name to be announced. And when their name is announced, I get to see their immediate reaction. I see that smile. I see that gleam in their eye. I see them go, this is cool. It's really happening. And they walk towards me and I get to shake their hands. And whether they, whether they hug me, whether they just shake my hand and take the diploma cover, whatever it is, I get to see that energy. And that is so cool. So, by the way, any high school teachers who think about skipping graduation, don't do that. Go and stay to the end. Because if you stay to the end, hang out with the kids. Go out there and hang out with them. Make sure you seek them out. They'll seek you out. The ones who know you and stuff like that. What's so cool about that is that you'll start feeling like you're Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck at, you know, at, the, at the Disney place. Why? Because they want to have pictures with you. Nothing better. So cool. And stay to the very end. It's all worth it. And it tells you that everything is worth it. And so my elementary colleagues and my middle school colleagues, you have events like that that you need to take advantage of. Because that's where some of your reward will come from. As you see them move on, as you attend their events, and you see the kids progress and get older. 
So cool. So I've shared a few thoughts. So here's a question that I'd like you to think about. Why do you teach or why do you work with kids? And I, I really would like you to take time to do this. You, you should take time, you know, whether it's sit down with your journal and list your three top reasons why you work with kids or teach. But sit down and do this. And whether it's an electronic journal or whether it's a, you know, a journal book with a pencil, man. I, I like using a pencil because I use a pencil and I write my answers and I, and I use my journal to think about whatever it is it needs thinking about. <laughs> it's, it's how I spend time reflecting and, it, and how I prepare my, uh, my podcast episodes. I use my journal. I, I sit down and I start thinking about what it is I want to write. And I write out my thoughts. So what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to think about your t- three top reasons why you work with kids and why you teach. And now, whatever you do, don't get all blah or meh. <laughs> really answer the question. Here are my top three. Number one. Number one. <laughs> How many professions have the possibility of making the positive impact that you can as an educator, hmm. <laughs> I mean, really, how many? You're in one of those really cool professions that can make such a major positive impact, which is why you should be upset at colleagues who don't take this seriously and don't spend the time that they should. My number two reason, my number two reason why. I like teaching and working with kids and why I made my whole career about education. You get to work with so many amazing, different kids, different personalities, different needs, and different wants. That's the coolest thing ever. I mean, it is. I don't know how to say it. I, I know I have a former student who is a professional athlete. I have a former student who's, a, who's on his way to becoming a general I have a former student who is a teacher. I have a former st- who's a history teacher and a math teacher and a, several of them who are, who are now teachers. I have uh, a couple of them who are you know, in all kinds of different places, especially in computers. Just neat stuff. So many different needs and wants, and you get to experience all that stuff. Think about it, don't you? And then my third reason why it's so cool working with kids and teaching and and working in schools and making education your whole career path and field is there is never a dull moment. Unless it's you, by the way. And so don't you be that way. Never because it's never a dull moment unless you're the dull one. Right. Because you never know what the kids are bringing to class that day. (laughs) I mean, and sometimes it's a it's a. It's not a very good, never a dull moment. And most times, though, it's, a, it's an awesome, never a dull moment because you never know what they're going to say or what they're going to do. And, and their impact and their involvement in what you've got planned for the day is what makes it so cool. <laughs> nice. So what are you thinking? How would you answer that question? What are your answers? And by the way, I hope you will really take time to do this. What are your three top reasons for working with kids or teaching? Hmm? Making education your career path 
for your whole career. Those of you who work with kids now, give yourself a pat on the back. No, really. Reach back there. <laughs> give yourself a pat on the back. Give yourself that encouragement that you're ready to go back and get them and have an awesome time again in the classroom and help the kids get from not getting it to getting it and just having fun working with the kids because that's what's so cool because you touch the future, man. You make a difference. You make it so exciting to learn. Is that why you teach? Is that why you work with kids? Come on now. I should hear those journals opening now as you start to answer and write down your three reasons for why you work with kids and use this to help inspire you when you're feeling bleh or meh or really. <laughs> you make a difference. Thanks for listening. Now go out and make a difference. Hooah! Hey, have you got some thoughts, questions, or ideas? I'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to me through my email at stephenmiletto at gmail.com. Stephen spelled with a V, and Mileto is M-I-L-E-T-T-O. And that's at gmail.com. Or if you're in the United States or Canada, you can call my Google Voice number at 478-353-5471. Love to hear from you. Thanks. Take care now. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is excited to be a member of Voice Ed Radio. Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators, podcasts by educators. The opinions expressed on Teaching Learning Leading K-12 are those of the guests and hosts. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is intended to share ideas, advice, and suggestions for classroom teachers and school administrators. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is produced for educational purposes. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll share it with your friends.